0: You know what? You are the only person you are guaranteed to spend the rest of your life with. So, we want you to feel at home with yourself. To have an understanding of what being human truly means.
1: And to be a witness to the things that are happening within you.
0: We're here for the good. The bad. And the downright ugly. (laughs) (laughs) So, come on this journey. And be messy with us. You are listening to The Real Meaning of Humanity with... Alexis. That's my name. And you're Krista. Yeah, that's me. I woke up really pissed off at you this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Why? I'm like, I was this close to calling you, and, like, I was mad. I was super mad. Okay, so I had a dream about you last night. Okay. And my dream was, um, I think, okay, so, well, now it's been, like, so far (laughs) since this morning. I don't fucking remember. Okay, so, basically, I think we were on a trip... (laughs) We were just on a trip with my family, but we were on a trip with my family, and we were in, like, this, like, house or whatever. Of course, you're in a house on a vacation, but, like, we were in this house. I I think I asked to borrow your phone for some reason to make a call or something, and then I go into the other room to do whatever on your phone, and I don't think I genuinely was not trying to be Snoopy. Yeah. But, like, I ended up, like, hearing, like, an audio recording. On Mm -hmm. your phone between you and Eric, Uh and you were talking mad shit about me, (laughs) and like like, the stupid bitch, yeah, like really messed up things, like really messed up things. Like I can understand like a friend being frustrated with another friend and then just like venting, right? But like you weren't just like venting frustration; you were like evil (laughs) towards me, and I was like, wow, from. For someone to be my best friend and talk this much shit to their yeah. boyfriend about me, I'm pissed. So I go in there and I'm like confronting you about it. Okay. And we get into a physical fight. Like, a <laughs> physical. I'm like fight. picturing that and that'd be hilarious. Because I was so mad at you. Right. And then you started bullying me. Like, legit <laughs> bullying me. And we get into a fight. And then after the fight, <laughs> I was literally like, <laughs> I i had you held down by my arm <laughs> this is obviously a dream yeah <laughs> I, I'm like... I feel like i would not be strong enough to hold you down yeah, by don't my arm me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but like i had you held down by my arm and i was like we are no longer doing a podcast together <laughs> Like, that was the big dig. And I'm like, that was the breakup moment right there. And then you're like, no, Alexis, no, I'm sorry. I'm just, like, not myself right now. Like, please, we can work on this and still do the podcast together. And I was like, no. (laughs) But then I woke up. But I was, like, I genuinely, genuinely angry when I woke up. Well, I mean, I
1: I completely understand because, like, sometimes when you have those dreams, they feel so real and you're actually like feeling those emotions in the dream and so it's hard when you wake up not to still like feel pissed off yeah I
0: was so mad that I'm like no like I feel like this was a sign and I need to call Krista and really confront her about like are you you talking shit about me to Eric and that's not okay we need to have a conversation about loyalty and a friendship (laughs) oh my gosh well to ease your mind no okay thank you because i was just about to ask you i'm like all right no but seriously Seriously, have you no no not at all like not even like alexis is so stupid i don't know why i'm friends with her no why am i doing this podcast with her
1: no i promise no okay
0: great i mean do you want (laughs) to look My trust issues. Okay, I, I was like, I okay, see my you phone. Should... No, honestly that triggers me. Don't ever yeah, ask right. me. <laughs> I just
1: honestly after it came out of my mouth I was like mm. <laughs> Take it back, take it back. I didn't say it. You heard nothing. <laughs> Oh my gosh, uh, that's a crazy dream, though. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, no, that's
0: not me. Right? Uh, yeah, I know, I know. And then, like, as the day went on, I was like, "Oh, that's not Krista. No, we're fine. Everything's fine." My my heart rate has down gone down a lot down. to where I can finally listen to truth. So, yeah, but I wanted to tell you that because I was just like, we. I either need to have a conversation with her or yeah or we're just breaking up and sorry (laughs) listeners no more podcast for you we're done this is it we
1: are here to announce the last
0: (laughs) this is our good farewell episode no i'm just kidding no 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 it's not it okay so but are you ready to talk about the f word yes oh my god you read my (laughs) mind oh my god yeah we're gonna talk about the big f word yeah i mean this is a huge word it really is. And I mean, I've had a love-hate relationship. Mostly hate. Mostly I saying, hate. I it. mean, like, some people, like, use it freely.
1: Some people, like, overuse are, don't, it. Oh, don't want to use it. Some people are, like, scared of it. Yeah, some people are, like, really to the extreme with this F word. Yes. Like, it sometimes controls some people, though, too.
0: This F word is really controlling. Yeah, it's hard. The people's interpretation of the F word is really uh, controlling. Yeah, there's a lot of different,
1: like... Think, like, there's a lot of different, like, logical thinking behind yeah. the F word. And different scenarios people. and mm-hmm. nuance to the F word. When you would use the F word. Sometimes the F word's
0: really easy to use. Sometimes mm-hmm. the F word's kind of hard to use. Yeah, So we're going to start talking about forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> that is the F word. <laughs> Not the other F word, you dirty, dirty mind. Wow. I can't believe you even thought about that, guys. <laughs> Even though, like we say the other F word on the all the time on here, we say it um a lot. Sorry, almost in every sentence. Oh my God! You know we're getting better, but okay, yeah. So to bring you to the episode, we're going to talk about forgiveness. Honestly, if I were a listener and I would to hear about like, okay, guys, we're going to talk about forgiveness now on this episode, I'd be like, um, stop pause, play, like, delete the episode, like, from my phone, like, because I've always had, well, a hate relationship of forgiveness and the quote-unquote meaning of forgiveness because of people's interpretation and unsolicited advice Mm -hmm. that they would give me about it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was just gonna ask, like, because
0: I know for both
1: of us, like, what we believe forgiveness is, Um, in the past versus now is vastly different, completely different. Like what was your idea of forgiveness, um, before your
0: twenties? So, okay. Well, honestly, this brings me back to my mom. Yeah. Uh, Because I feel like, I guess in my experience, it, the first people that you ever need to learn how to forgive is your parents. Mm -hmm. But I, I guess my childhood was so, I mean, okay, I had a good childhood. I I, I acknowledge, okay, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I acknowledge the beauty that I had in my ch- childhood, okay? But I also at the same time acknowledged the reality of my childhood that there was very abusive, chaotic parts to it. Yeah. We're not going to get into it right now. Right. We'll get into it way, way later yeah. in the <laughs> podcast, but like, I'm not going to go so much into detail, but it was, it was very abusive. It was very chaotic. That's always the two words that I use. To I know. Describe. I've noticed that. Like mm-hmm. it, it
1: always is, comes down to those two. Like you have no synonyms for <laughs> yeah. No other synonyms.
0: Cause these are the only thing that process in my brain. No other <laughs> <laughs> Syn- synonyms? Synonyms. There you go. I'm like Nemo. What what was the word that I don't he did? Know.
1: I don't know. All right.
0: Anyways, back to the episode. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, very chaotic, very abusive, and um. My mom just like was very abusive towards me, and I think as a little kid, <clears throat> whenever she like left my life or was finally out of my life, you know, and that was like 14, 15, Um, a lot of, and this is when we were growing up in the church and um, we were kind of in the very extreme part of the church and beliefs. And um, I think a lot of people, even like my mom's old friends, was still in my life and like people around my dad's friends and everybody um they would always tell me like well and without even knowing what actually like happened between yeah. my family because it, it was like it, yeah in the dark it's ex- yeah it was very in the dark in the dark but then it exploded like a volcano right so people thought that they knew what happened but they actually really didn't unless i shared about it yeah. and i didn't share that so freely right um So, um, so yeah, there's a lot of unsolicited advice and I'm like, I'm 14, 15 and I'm starting out with a relationship with Jesus. I really don't know what's going on, even though I'm acting like I know. And, um, they would always say like, you know, they would always like lean in, put their hand on me when I didn't, you can't touch me. Like, why are you touching me? But like put their hand on me and give me that, like that side, that like side head. Like pity. Like, like, yeah, pity face, like. You really need to forgive your mom, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, just forgive her already. Like, as if, like, this isn't already hard for me. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, as if it's that easy, too.
0: Right, and I'm, like, already struggling with mm-hmm. forgiveness. Like, I really am a compassionate person. Yeah. I really am. That's one of my gifts, and that's one of the things that God has um, spoken over me and um, has— made my identity, you know, created me to be, yeah. but I'm also still human, you know, still fully aware that I can be, um, still messy in my healing journey. And I think that's completely okay. Absolutely. And, um, I feel like these days, like, um, Christians, there's no like freedom in the wrestling of forgiveness. Like there's no space. To wrestle, there's no space to question. I mean, this is just in general, there's just no space to question anything. Yeah. Um, And I feel like it's really, really good to question, it's really, really good to wrestle um, because you really figure out the heart of Jesus and in that. Yeah, You think of every, like, great story in the Bible where, you know, Jacob wrestled with God and it, like, completely changed his mindset and heart of how he dealt with himself and with people. So it's just one of those things where, like, I never really appreciated the um, the forced aspect of... Of forgiveness and that's why I think because of that because people weren't allowing me the freedom to feel what I need to feel mm-hmm. and to grieve what happened to me and my family and losing a mom mm-hmm. like I didn't have even the freedom to grieve right and I think that's what prolonged um, the forgiveness there because people were telling me I have to forgive but then I'm like No, it's kind of like that rebellion, like, okay, now that you're telling me and you're not even giving me freedom to feel what I want to feel now, I don't want to.
1: Yeah. But also like, I, from my experience too, like if you're told like, just, just to, just forgive Alexis, Alexis, just forgive. Like that message, like what you're sending to me is like completely deny every feeling that you have right now. And because you're a Christian, because it's a Christian thing to do, just forgive her. Like, and so what you do in intrinsically is you are shoving down every single feeling that you have towards that person. It's still there. Mm -hmm. It's just, you are shoving it down so deep and you're like, okay, I'll just slap forgiveness on there and be like, okay, I forget. I've, I've forgiven. But in truth, like you haven't actually forgiven. You've just shoved it down so deep that you just forget, like you just don't think about it anymore.
0: Well, yeah. And that's, that's the thing with, with a lot of things. I mean, you know, people <laughs> do that just in general, like let's mm-hmm. just slap a really good quote over yeah. our wound, and that just makes it feel better. Yeah, let's slap a really good scripture, yeah, over our wound, and that makes it feel better. That makes it heal. Let's slap a really good big Christian word word over our hearts, and then that just makes it heal. Yeah, but I've never heard anybody say or maybe act upon mm-hmm. that like, Oh, be in partnership with Jesus through this, and then that will heal. Yeah. Like, go ahead. I was, I was just going to say, like, I feel like a lot of
1: people, and I'm not even just going to say Christians, a lot of people mm-hmm. think of forgiveness as, like, a word. Like, oh, just forgive. Okay, I forgive you. But forgiveness is an action. Like, me forgiving somebody is me going through all of those feelings and actually like attuning to all of them. And then when I'm ready, once I've attuned to all of them, then my heart can forgive. Like I can get to that place, Mm -hmm. but it may take me a day. It may take me a week. It may take me years, years. Mm -hmm. Like there's not a timeline on when I can go through that action of forgiving somebody, but people just want you to be like, well, Jesus would forgive Alexis. Jesus tells you to forgive. But Jesus
0: forgave you.
1: Yeah. And I'm like, understood. Yeah. And I'm not saying that I'm not willing to forgive.
0: Exactly. It's just
1: that you want me to drop everything and just just say, oh, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. And that's usually for the other person's peace of mind. But you're like, but I'm not there yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm not. And, well, here's, here's the thing that I also, and this goes back to my belief systems about forgiveness during this time, because as a child, okay. before, you know... My mom leaving and everything. Like, as a child, when my mom would abuse me, right? Yeah. Or she would verbally abuse me. It was just all the things, guys. It was all the things, but... She would always come back, right, and say, like, oh, Alexis, I'm so sorry, baby. Like, I'm so sorry. I do love you. I, mommy didn't mean it. Will you please forgive me? You know, um, I, I didn't mean to do that. Like, I won't, I won't ever do it again, baby. I promise. I'm never going to do it again. Just please forgive me, and I will never do it again. Mm-hmm. So me, as a little girl, I'm like, okay, my mommy is telling me that. She's not going to do it again. It was probably just a lapse of judgment. She just – she was probably just really angry that day. She wasn't herself. She was stressed out. Like, me as a little kid is, you know, interpreting everything like that. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, like, I'm going to forgive her because then that will make her stop. Mm -hmm. If I forgive her, it will make her stop hurting me. Yeah. And it will – I'm – and it was also a very codependent relationship between me and my mom. Right. And so – um. And also, if I forgive her, she'll be okay, and then she'll be a good mom Mm -hmm. if I forgive her. So all the power is in my hands, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like, I need to do this in order for my mom to be okay. Yeah. And so I I would forgive her, right? And then the next day or the next week, she would go back to doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So I, at a young age, partnered forgiveness with manipulation, that's Absolutely. what I always thought forgiveness was. So that's how long, like, that's why it's taken me so long or through my story with my mom and honestly, not just my mom, with other people, yeah. like name any ex. Right. You right. know, or any friendship, yeah. if, if any relationship. It's always been so hard for me to forgive quickly. Right. And especially if people who are taking advantage of me mm-hmm. and violating.
1: Especially if it's happened a mul- like multiple, multiple times.
0: multiple, multiple, multiple times. So um, yeah, I've always partnered forgiveness with m- manipulation when people would be like, you need to forgive her. I'm like and that's and that's the thing where like recently in the past couple years, whenever I would like, you know, come to a Jesus moment mm-hmm. an encounter, Yeah. And I would be so angry in that encounter Mm -hmm. and, you know, just going off, saying all my feelings, just honestly being very raw and real to Jesus and saying how angry I am towards this person. He's never once like been like, you need to forgive them. Mm -hmm. Like, honestly, he's the first one who told me like, Alexis, I totally get it. It's so hard for you to forgive because you've you know associated it with manipulation exactly you know like jesus actually met me where i was at and put himself in my shoes because that's what jesus did he literally did that and came down <laughs> he and put on literally skin.
1: put his self in our shoes yeah like
0: if i lived the life that you did mm-hmm. and you know had that like it would be hard for anybody to come to forgiveness because they think it's people are going to take advantage of that yeah it makes sense and and yeah like he was saying that's so valid and he wasn't even trying to move me out of it yeah Ooh, that's good and he wasn't even like saying like he honestly just comfort comforted me in that moment but in that i realized wow that makes so much sense for me to realize that I partnered forgiveness with manipulation was actually a lot of breakthrough. It is for me. because
1: then you're like, oh, well no wonder it was really hard for me to forgive people because I felt like they were just manipulating me so that they can do it again. Mm-hmm. Like I mean it really does kind of feel like you're being played almost. Like Yeah. You're like
0: like oh you don't value me. You don't care yeah, about me. You're not telling me
1: to forgive for my peace of mind. You're telling me to forgive for your peace of mind. For your like, selfish reasons. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where you're like, mm. So it makes sense that you would partner that with manipulation then be so hard with you know it, it would be so hard for you to forgive people.
0: Right. And and that's the thing, like even in that moment and many, many, many moments Even now, like, he just holds me. He's like, I get it, Alexis. Like, Mm -hmm. you, and that's the thing. Jesus believes in me so much because he created me. And because he knows who I am, that he trusts me enough that, like, oh, I know my little girl is not going to stay in this moment. Yeah. Like, I know she's not going to just not forgive this person. Mm -hmm. But I am going to meet her where she's at, and I'm going to comfort her. I'm going to bring a lot of love and compassion in. And I know one day, even if it's not tomorrow, I know one day she's gonna have the courage and bravery enough just to forgive.
1: Yeah, because
0: that's who she is. Exactly, but also I feel like I don't know when you
1: kind of switch the viewpoint of forgiveness. Whenever I think about forgiveness now, I think about forgiveness as like okay. I want to get my heart in a posture to where I can forgive because I know that that's going to be a relief for me. Because for me, when I don't forgive somebody, I'm giving somebody else that much power over me to control my feelings, to control my emotions. Mm -hmm. And so my forgiveness typically like, yes, I want it for other people, but it's not really for other people. Like my forgiveness is for me. Like, because if I'm not forgiving somebody, I'm holding that grudge and I'm holding those feelings inside instead of releasing them. Like, and so that gives that other person, that other situation, that other job, that power over me. And I'm in no longer in control. Mm -hmm. Like I get triggered instantly. I get, you know what I mean? Like those are sensitive subjects. And so me being able to forgive somebody, like I said, at the beginning really is me going through all of those emotions, attuning to them, meeting them where they're at understanding them and then honestly like letting myself let them go and not have power over me anymore
0: yeah and i'm so glad you said that because i wanted to bring that up too because i know for a fact you and me are way too damn prideful and stubborn (laughs) to let anybody have power over us like that's just who we are yeah but also to bring it back like we like healing was never meant to be a a rushful process. It was never meant to be rushed. No. Okay? Because we're not trying to fix ourselves. Like Jesus never comes down or looks at you and says you're broken. He never comes down and says, "Hey, I need to fix you," or "Hey, you need to change." Like no, he he doesn't look at us like that. And I sh- oh my god, I really cringe and like my body just rejects when like people on the stand or on the platform say, oh, "You're broken." Oh my God! You're bro- yes. Like I hate it. I hate when people say that because Jesus genuinely does not look at you like you're broken. Are you messy? Are you doing really messy, destructive things? Yes, baby girl, you are. Or yes, baby boy, you are. Like, but he doesn't see you as broken. He sees you exactly for who you are and who you created to be. You're just not acting like it right yes. now. Yes,
1: I almost want to be like, like let's change that vocabulary. It's mm, more like yes, you're tangled. Yeah, you're a little
0: tangled right now. You're in a Um. knot.
1: But guess what? We can undo that knot. (laughs) Like, (laughs) honestly, I do think of like, you know, I don't know if you've ever done this, but like, there used to be this thing where like, I don't know, I don't remember, like everybody has... It's like a huge rope or something, and everybody like holds different sides, and it's all twisted and tangled. Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you have to work together to like, you know, untangle the whole thing. Yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. really that's hard. what. I, yeah, and like that's what comes to mind when I think about like the healing journey. Yeah, that shit takes forever. It's it not does. like you just snap your fingers like, hey guys, look, we untangled it. Yeah. It's more so like, hey, okay, yeah. Remember when we jumped over here because of that situation? Well, let's like untangle that because mm-hmm. that's not supposed to go there. Like that's what my brain. Associates right. it with. Well,
0: and also, if you keep believing that you're broken, you're going to stay broken. Oh, yeah. God would never believe that you're broken because you're He like, knows you're not going to stay broken. Like, yeah. He has faith in you. Uh, honestly, like, God believes in you more than anybody. Right. It's just your choice to partner in that belief or not.
1: Right. Like, think about it this way. Like, if you say you're broken, okay, go drop a glass on the floor. You know, if that glass is broken, you're not going to be like, oh, yeah, I can fix that. I can put that back together. You're going to be like, okay, I'll just throw it away. Right. Yeah. Now, if you're, uh, Jewelry gets tangled Are you like Ah fuck it I'm just gonna throw it away Mm -hmm. No Typically you sit down And you untangle it Mm -hmm. So like That's why I'm like Let's change Let's change that word Like You're not broken
0: You're just tangled Like you can feel broken Mm -hmm. Absolutely But you are not broken. That's not who you are. You're just in a lot of, a lot of knots. Yeah. You're just in a lot of pain. Huh? Yeah. But anyways, going back. Oh, yeah, sorry. So <laughs> I love how we got on that tangent because I think it's very important. Yes. Um, and so, but going back, I think there is a grieving process that needs to be felt and needs to be ha- like, you know, processed mm-hmm. in forgiveness. Right. I think anger is a really, really good thing to feel. Not stay in, but feel and acknowledge and ask those questions through that anger. I think it's a a dire need, you know? Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then also, like, that grieving, like, grieving that childhood Mm -hmm. that you – thought you had but really wasn't reality like there was a lot of abuse there was a lot of chaos in it there was a lot of manipulation there was a lot of like things that you know shouldn't have been done to you yeah you know you deserved better you deserved more you know and and as a little girl or as a little boy that should have never happened to you there needs to be like that grief and that compassion that comes with it or in that relationship like you have to gr- you have to be mad at that person like why why did you do that like that's not who you are um and then like you have to grieve the fact that like I'm grieving Who I thought you were, I am grieving um, our relationship and what for what it was, and then I'm grieving um, for what I thought it was gonna be. I thought I was gonna marry you. I thought I was gonna have a life with you. I thought I was gonna have children with you. And you have to go through that process of grieving. I think grieving the stages of grief is so 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 important, and it's there's no like um there's no like specific order. Right. Like you could be sad and then you could be angry. I stay on angry quite a few <laughs> times <laughs> for quite a while because and honestly guys I did want to mention like anger is such a is a protector emotion. So even if you're angry, you're actually just really deeply sad. Yeah. But that anger is just that protector you know, protecting you from that pain, protecting you from that sadness. And I totally relate to that because I, I, I do that. So, (laughs) um, I get that. But also like I was thinking the other day and I was like, Oh man, like (sighs) forgiveness really is just like, not only are you holding yourself hostage to what happened, you're holding that other person hostage for what they didn't do or for what they did do to yeah. you. And you're keeping like a score. And like when I was thinking about that I was picturing like these two people like um chained like um not I don't want to say handcuffs because these are like bigger and stronger than handcuffs like it was like actually like steel chains like to like as a whole like like covering your whole wrist yeah and then the chain um um, connecting you to that other person and then um they're you know they're chained um as a whole wrist like the the chain like the cuffs are like covering your whole wrist yeah and like you're holding that person hostage but then you are chained too so yeah, like that person that <laughs> yeah like that person is chained up and then you're chained up. So basically you're just holding each other both down. But yeah. there's also so much nuance to it mm-hmm. because in certain scenarios where like oh I'm not going to forgive this person um like, and they're still in that relationship or, like, workspace or whatever it may be, like, family, relationship, work, relationships, friendships, but y'all are still, like, around each other and still. But then there's a- another nuance to it where, like, this person isn't in my life at all, but I don't forgive them. Yeah, And, like, sometimes that could be, like, oh, like, well, this hate, since I have nothing else with this person, at least I still have hate towards them because that's the only thing that we have yeah it's the only connection that I have left to them and they would rather feel that connection than no connection at all so I even like relate to that as well but at the end of the day like like forgiveness is and people always say this like yes forgiveness is a choice Mm -hmm. and it's not really a feeling which totally you know agree to an extent I feel like you need to get to a place to where you can choose into forgiveness and in that it does um, um, go with, like, you have to go through that process of anger and grieving Yeah, to absolutely. get to that place of choosing and forgiveness. That's what I believe. I will say, well, I think choosing
1: is going through mm-hmm. that. Like, me choosing to forgive is me facing all of those feelings, that anger, all of that, instead of just, you know pushing them down or, like, throwing them away. Like, that's – and I'll I'll explain that in a second, but, like, for me, that's what I view forgiveness
0: as. Yeah. And then I always thought that, like, forgiveness was like, well, I'm not going to forgive this person because they haven't realized it yet. Oh, yeah. and Like a punishment almost? Yeah, like you're punishing them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what unforgiveness is. is, 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 It's a punishment. Yeah. And so – But I'm not going to forgive this person because, well, they haven't received breakthrough. Mm -hmm. Or how can I move forward if they haven't received breakthrough? Or how can I forgive them if they haven't changed? How can I forgive them because they don't realize what they did? Like, they honestly feel like they are in the right. And they have this warped view warped fantasy of what actually really happened and it's mind-boggling to me yeah well I mean a lot of people do think that they're like
1: they're waiting for something to happen in order to forgive somebody Mm -hmm. like they're like oh okay well when they apologize I forgive oh when they do have this breakthrough I forgive oh when this happens then I will forgive but then on the flip side of that honey you might be waiting forever yeah you could be like you Especially if that person or that situation or that work group or whatever it is, if they do not perceive themselves as wrong in that situation, you're, that's never going to happen. Like, so that's why like that forgiveness has to be like, it's, it's for you. It's for you so that when you don't, when you go around those work people or when you hear this name or when you see this face, you don't get an instant flash of just pure, anger <laughs> you know what I mean because I think that we've all been there like whenever you have unforgiveness towards somebody the instant you are reminded of that person it's just like for me it's like a fiery like feeling in my body yeah
0: yeah yeah you know what I mean yeah no I uh, yes <clears throat> and I I want to speak to that in a second like but going back to what you said like you're you're gonna wait forever if you're gonna wait for them to get breakthrough like I'll be honest like my mom genuinely thinks that my childhood was not that bad and, like, what she did to me wasn't that bad. Like, she really doesn't think – she doesn't have the self-awareness of, like, what she truly did and how bad it was. Yeah. And, like, my ex has a very warped view of what actually happened. Right. And the things that he told his family is so completely untrue. Yeah. And the things that he – you know, like, he he just – keeps lying about all of it and like i'm not gonna sit over here waiting that's the thing i used to Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna sit over here waiting for these people to realize what they truly did and how bad they hurt me Mm -hmm. because i've gotten to a place where like i so love and respect and value myself so much that i'm like I want to break any sort of this connection to where I want to come to a place where I do want to forgive them. Do not give me – like, don't get me wrong. Like, there are moments where there are days where, like, I will get an emotional flashback and trigger Mm -hmm. of – like it literally feels like it's happening all over again. Like to down to the day of where it happened like a year ago. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I will feel triggered all over again. I will feel like it's happening all over again and I'm being chewed on all over again and I feel all that betrayal. I feel all that anger and I literally have to go back to a place since I've already have you know, gone to a place of forgiveness for him. Yeah. Just because of for myself. Now I have to really choose into forgiveness every single time because forgiveness is not, doesn't just happen one time. It, it literally have to, you have to choose into it multiple times, like a lot, a lot. Yeah. Until it becomes like, so like fluent and like, as if like you truly gain an understanding of forgiveness. I'm still on that journey Yeah. of gaining that true understanding of forgiveness, but Um, yeah, like you have literally have to choose into it. And sometimes it goes into an encounter of like bringing that compassion back in, having Jesus encounter me in that moment or in that memory. Um, you know, we've already talked about the process of that, but then also like picturing, picturing, you know, my mom as a little girl and what she went through and picturing, um, my ex as a little boy and what he went through and also gaining an understanding of what molded them into these just really, really destructive decisions. Um, And so in getting an understanding of like, okay, now I'm looking at them as a little girl now. And now I'm looking at them as a little boy now. And I fully understand why. And it's much easier to forgive a child. Well, for me, it's much easier to forgive a little boy or a little girl. I love that you said that because
1: it's so true. Like, I didn't even think about this, but, like, compassion truly does aid forgiveness. Like, that's kind of, like, the driving force behind that forgiveness is stopping and realizing, okay, no matter what the shitty thing is that you did to me, I know that there's a reason behind your behavior. And so if I can get myself to essentially put myself in their shoes and try to figure out, okay, well, as a little kid, how did you grow up? What are your beliefs? What are, like, actually going back to that, then... You have that, okay, it makes sense. It's still fucked up. It still shouldn't have happened. Mm
0: -hmm. But I understand why it happened. And that makes it so much easier to forgive somebody. Yeah. And it's so empowering, though, too, to, like, be in a place of forgiveness with, like, towards somebody. And also feeling justified in the wrong that was done to you. Yeah. Like, you can still feel justified And the wrong that was done to you, but still being able to forgive them. Mm -hmm. And God completely is in agreement with that. (laughs) I know this because I literally have experienced that with God. Like, there are so many tons of moments where I've had encounters with God about my mom or about my ex and the relationship that I was in. And God completely validated and just, you know, like, justified my anger. But also, like...
1: I don't know. Like I literally just thought. I mean, duh, it makes sense. everybody knows the story. But I mean, I'm like, people literally beat Jesus to death. Like they mm-hmm. whipped him. Mm-hmm. And what did he say when he was hanging on the cross?
0: Forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. For they do not know what they are doing. And that's what I'm saying, guys. That's what I'm saying. This is the like. Li- this is the message, y'all. This is the message of Jesus Christ. If my mom. If my mom truly knew what she was doing and was her full self and, and connected to her full identity as a mother and at what she was supposed to be as a mother, mm. who was she, or who God wanted her to be as a mother, yeah. and you know, didn't have all that unhealed processed childhood trauma that she had, yep. for her life. if she truly got connected to herself and Jesus, she would have known. yeah, but since she wasn't, she did not truly know what she was doing my ex so like i mean i say this in like a loving way but hon- honestly like in a justifiable way so messed up in the head like the link le- and that's the thing guys y'all still don't even know the full story there yeah. were so many things that i left out in that story just based off of like respect yeah for me and for everybody involved but like there's so many things that he did that were so messed up, but he truly, if he truly knew the depth and the destruction of what he was doing, he wouldn't have done it. Yeah, Like nobody would truly do any of the things that they are doing if they knew really what it was. Exactly. Well, and I think like I, I I can put myself
1: there too. Like there's been, there's been plenty of times in my life where I genuinely thought I was right in a situation and it ended up hurting somebody I, I did not know. I did not know what I was doing in that moment until later on. Yeah. Later on, when I gained that clarity is when, like, you know, I felt terrible because I was like, oh, my God, I would have never done that if I knew what I was doing. Exactly. But in our ignorance, we hurt other
0: people all the yeah. time. Or in our defense. Blindness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Defense modes. Like, all these unhealed, yep. like, unprocessed in things. In our tangled
1: messiness of humanity, we do things to other people yeah. that we don't know the reality of what we're doing to them
0: yeah and i think that that that, and that's the thing that breaks all the hierarchy yeah and just humanity in general like if we can all humble ourselves to the fact like if i lived the life that my mom did if i lived the childhood that my mom did yeah i probably would have ended up just like her yeah. You know, like, there was a lot of things that, that happened to my mom as a little girl that it's, it's truly, truly heartbreaking. And for me to see that in her, like, it, it brought so much compassion towards my mom.
1: Yeah.
0: And, like, you know, even for the other person, like, they went through a lot in their childhood. And to see them, like, as – to see them in a memory with their childhood – um, it brought so much compassion to that little boy yeah. and it, it broke my heart. And, and so I think that, and it humbles to yourself of the fact, like, yes, if I lived the life that they did, I would have done those same things as well.
1: I mean, I, I mean, I'm learning this right now as we're speaking, like I did not realize how much, I mean, I think I knew it, but like didn't know it, you know, like how much compassion really does aid in this forgiveness like because I, I i'm just imagining two different scenarios on that cross right i'm imagining obviously the scenario that happened like the one that we know and then i'm also imagining like let's say jesus just thought they were all just evil you know what i mean mm-hmm. he would have not sat there and be like god forgive them for they don't know what they are doing. he'd be like strike them all dead
0: yeah, <laughs> which yeah. i feel
1: like a lot of us live in that state of mind zero compassion mm-hmm. black and white black and white if you did something to me i want to strike you dead you know what i mean yeah. not okay doesn't have to be that serious but we have a lot of anger resentment towards those people because we don't have that compassion we don't realize oh, okay there is a reason why people do the things they do and it's not just because they're inherently evil it's because there's been something in their brain, in their life, something that made them wired that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just, oh, that's such a beautiful thing that like yeah. compassion really does help you forgive.
0: Yeah. Compassion really is the antidote mm-hmm. to true. all of it. Yeah. And now that like we're saying this, I'm finally at a place where like forgiveness does not equal manipulation anymore. It it honestly equals compassion Yeah, for yourself. And compassion for those others. And I also do want to say, y'all, because people <laughs> y'all. try to, y'all, <laughs> my country accent's kind of just kidding. Um, <laughs> okay, anyways. <laughs> okay, anyways. Um, but forgiveness does not mean <laughs> um, partnership with that person. Forgiveness no. does not mean um, I'm going to connect with them again absolutely not no it means you're just freeing them from that chain and they're not a hostage to your story anymore they're not the villain to your story anymore yeah there's no villains and heroes there's just humanity yeah but i i'm i i forgive my mom but i don't have a relationship with her because if they're still gonna choose to be destructive i can definitely forgive them but I'm gonna value myself enough to be like, you will I will not be in a relationship with you. Yeah. Because you are still making destructive decisions. And I will not be I won't be that punching bag there you go. That's to what your unhealed <laughs> wounds anymore. Yeah, that's good. Just based off of my forgiveness. Yeah. So, and I'm not, there's no way in hell I'm connected to my ex anymore. So, you know, like there's just, it doesn't mean relationship with, again. Yeah. And I think that there is a misconception of that. So I'm
1: so glad you said that. You know what's so interesting? What? How do you think I've viewed forgiveness? I
0: honestly don't know. (laughs) Okay. I'll give you a hint. I'm a people pleaser. Oh, so they won't be mad at you. Mm -hmm. Codependency. Yeah. There's a lot of codependency and forgiveness. I'm just now realizing this. I mean, like, when I go back and I just think about, like, a lot of things in my life,
1: I quote-unquote forgave people real quick. Mm -hmm. Real quick. And I say quote-unquote forgave because, like... You know, earlier when we were talking about shoving things down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's what I did.
0: <laughs> because yeah, because like
1: I, I basically kind of told myself, like, my feelings are not as important as, like, theirs. So Ooh, I wanted to forgive good. so that they can feel good about mm-hmm. themselves and mm-hmm. safe. And it didn't really matter how I felt yeah. because I didn't value how I felt. I just figured, Ooh. like, you know what, Krista, it's fine. Just shove it down. It doesn't matter. You can just continue on like it never happened. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's why, like, as an adult now, too, like, it's hard for me to, like, express, like, true emotions, true feelings, like, because I'm, like, I just don't want to deal with it. Like, I don't want to. I don't. It's fine. let's, Let's just move on. And I still find myself, like, doing that sometimes. But then I have to remind myself, like. Chris it's okay to feel those way like those ways (laughs) it's okay to feel this way it's okay to actually be angry it's okay to be sad it's okay to cry it's okay to do all those things you are valid in all those things and they are not more important they're like yes them receiving your forgiveness Mm -hmm. is not more important than your own feelings yes it's so good and so I did that for so long and I still struggle doing that like just being, like, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. whatever. Just shove it down because the last 26 years of my life, that's what I did. So, of course, like, that's, like, my natural instinct yeah. is to just be, like, fuck it. Like, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then, like, that's why I feel like, too, like, whenever I was in high school, you know, I'm such a people pleaser. And then I, I'm i talking about laying in bed crying every night. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, that was my release of emotion because I was by myself. Yeah. And it was almost like it was too overbearing for me to hold on to anymore. So, like, there'd be times where I would, like, have a great day. Mm -hmm. And at night, like, something about being at night and just, like, alone, I would just start crying. And I'd be like, in the moment, I didn't know why. Like, I didn't understand why. But now that I think about it, it's because... Since I was such a people pleaser, I really did just shove so much down that it was almost like my body was releasing it, like, because it was, like, steaming at the
0: top. Like, it was like, I need to come out, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I'm so glad you said that because... Do you know how freeing this might be for you to have said that? Because people feel that exact same way. Oh, oh I'm a hundred percent positive that people feel the same. Yeah, or even like the fact that people thought like, oh, for me to forgive this per- person, that means I need to be in a relationship with them, mm-hmm. or I don't want them to be mad at me. Yeah, like that. No, 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 no. Like then just you're enabling
1: that behavior too.
0: Yeah, like mm-hmm. absolutely not. I want to say like your feelings matter just as much as like getting to that point of forgiveness. Yeah. That's why I say it's so so needed that you need to go through that process of grease yeah oh er- grease <laughs> god i can't fucking talk today neither can i ever so it's fine <laughs> to get to that process of grief uh, with an f not a c we're not in Greece, people i wish okay <laughs> Oh my god, at first
1: I'm sorry. At first I thought you were meaning like grease, like grease a car, like elbow grease or something. No. And so whenever you said it with a C, I was like, Alexis, <laughs> But anyways, sorry. <laughs> 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 my my mind is like a pinball machine. It just goes from <laughs> dee, 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 dee,
0: dee. I know. I don't know if I'm gonna cut this out or not. Yeah, but sorry. Okay. <laughs> yes, cut it Okay, okay but yeah going through that process of grief and yeah i just really feel like we really need to pray for those people because the the christian world they take it to the extreme of like you need to forgive already like as if like your feelings aren't valid you're you don't matter like that process doesn't matter
1: Exactly. And even like if you, cause that's the thing, it's all up in, to interpretation, right? So like, even if you don't mean it that way, like if you've ever said you just need to forgive, like if you don't mean it that way, like, oh, like just fuck your feelings. Just as long as you forgive, you're good. Cause that's what Jesus did. Like, mm-hmm. then you need to be more intentional with your words. You know what I mean? Be more, um, specific, like, Hey, feel these feelings mm-hmm. and work towards that forgiveness because that's going to be freeing for you and it might take you a long time you know what I mean like because if I was told that or if you were told that I feel like our perception of forgiveness could have been totally different Mm -hmm. but it wasn't it was just like hey I read it in a scripture so like you do it you know what I mean it wasn't
0: anything deeper than that yeah no, that's so good. I'm so glad we talked about this. and I know. Look at I'm <laughs> honestly like, because I never thought I would talk about forgiveness, honestly, because like it's been such a struggle yeah. for me to forgive and I'm still in that some days where like I literally have to go back to remind myself and be like... Okay, you know what? I know you. You not know, like just mm-hmm. be with myself in that moment. Why did you start laughing? I just like I felt like there for a while. Like the
1: word forgiveness was like fire to your skin. You're like, ah, no.
0: Yeah, it hurts so bad. I'm like, oh no. You yeah, know? but no, I really feel like I. I don't think I've prayed on here for a while. There you go, sister. All right, but maybe you. Okay, no, I want to challenge you a little bit, Krista, Krista Crayup. Honestly, I'm being triggered. <laughs> I know when. Oh my god, at work when they ask me to pray in the morning, I like get. Tr- I don't have a problem with praying, but I get triggered back to the high school Alexis that was forced to pray in our small group, and I'm like, I don't want to. You're pressuring me. This feels high stakes. Uh, you're like, no. What if like I just waited till like the moment that I feel. Oh my god. <laughs> but like, okay. What if you're just talking to yourself right now? And you talk to yourself, so you go back and you talk to your, that girl that felt like codependent with forgiveness. Oh, You're yeah. just talking to that girl. Like giving my younger self advice. Yeah. And then like, it ends up being in a prayer, but just close your prayer is really just talking and speaking, encouraging, empowering words. I, say, I can go
1: on a whole tangent about this, but yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, about praying? Yeah like in a good way or a bad way like a bad way <laughs> oh shit
1: okay well because like yes it's just i'm gonna go on the tangent okay, okay. like yes it is just like having a conversation like not really having a conversation just talking yeah but at the same time like there was so much pressure to say the right things like oh, within the church yeah. like there There's... was so much pressure like oh it has to be like a really good prayer i have to sound like really knowledgeable I have like there was so it was a high stakes thing like yeah. at, at least in my mind I have to
0: have really pretty words I have to have really pretty
1: words like you can't stutter you can't you know what I mean and yeah. you're just like <laughs> like I already hate presenting first off <laughs> so yeah, like, I felt like it was almost like a presentation
0: yeah. like
1: I think I blinked out half the time when I would quote-unquote pray yeah and I was and that wasn't really me praying because I'm not even focusing on God. I'm just focusing on, like, oh, my God, all these people are listening to me. Yeah, I
0: have to please everybody. Ex- mm. <laughs> are you noticing a trend here? I have to be
1: accepted in this prayer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, am I worthy enough? Listen to my words. <laughs> yes,
0: you are worthy enough. And plus we're just in a closet.
1: No, I know, but that's just, it, that's why I said I'm triggered because it, like, took me back to that. No,
0: totally. I think that's <laughs> valid. Yeah, that makes sense because I got triggered last week about it. Just put your hand on your heart. And close your eyes. Okay. No, rub your eyes. <laughs> That's what she does, guys. She doesn't put her hand on her heart. She rubs her eyes. <laughs> oh, I have makeup on. I forgot.
1: Um, It's so funny because I, like, just have, like, my soothing... I wonder if I did this as a kid. Anyways, this is for everybody who's ever felt, like, their feelings are not as important as other people's feelings i want to denounce that because your feelings are just as valid as other people's feelings okay i want you to know that you don't have to shove it down anymore you don't have to pretend like it's not there because that is for us people pleasers, that is the easiest <laughs> route to go. But I promise you it's not the most fulfilling route because you will continue to shove things down and shove things down. And you don't know how to deal with your emotions anymore because you dealing with your emotions was to flush them down the toilet, basically. Mm-hmm. Okay, so get rid of that idea mm. that your feelings are aren't as important as somebody else's. Get rid of that idea that you have to make other people happy in order for you to be happy. Get rid of that idea that you have to live up to the standard of other people, that you have to just let others kind of dictate your worth and dictate your value, because that's not true. It does not have to be that way. You dictate your value. Jesus has already dictated your value for you. And you don't have to let other people's thoughts, feelings, actions dictate that for you. So take back your power, Mm. Krista Mm -hmm. (laughs) and everybody else. Mm -hmm. Take back your power. Allow yourself to feel because that's not always easy because of what you've been doing. So allow yourself to feel. Allow yourself to be angry. Allow yourself to be sad. Allow yourself to be upset. Allow all of those negative feelings that you don't want to feel Because that will be a release in your body, and that's where that freedom comes from. And that's honestly where that forgiveness comes from. And so for me, too, like, trying to forgive myself is hard, too. Mm, That's good. like, mm -hmm. Like, trying to forgive myself is hard because I just, like, push everything away yeah. so I just am like oh it's fine like just the way you forgive is a reflection Mm
0: -hmm. of how you forgive
1: yourself exactly exactly so you're like okay well that tussle in there too is just stagnant like nothing's actually happening it's just still stuck there like that energy is still stuck there Mm -hmm. so I want you to forgive yourself Mm -hmm. for not
0: being able to forgive (laughs) yes yes that's so good and I want to continue on just keep your eyes closed and your hand on your heart I just want to open that space of like, if you need to get angry, get angry. If you need to grieve your childhood, if you need to grieve the fact that your mom wasn't a good mom or that you you deserved better, grieve. If you need to grieve the fact that your dad wasn't as good as you thought he was, I'm giving you permission to grieve. If you need to grieve that relationship if you need to grieve that friendship if you need to get angry I give you permission to grieve and I want you to know that there's no um uh God does not need you to forgive in order to love you God does not need you to do anything in order to see you to know you to hear you and to love you i want to give you so much space right now to be in that anger to feel that anger to feel that sadness can't come up and if you are in this anger and in this sadness for days for weeks for years god is still gonna be here with you and he's still gonna look at you and be proud of you, and love you. He doesn't need you to do anything. You can be exactly where you are at right now in this moment, and he will still always love you. You don't need that person to realize the wrong that they did to you in order to be healed. I know you want it. And I know it would feel really justifiable that for them to realize all the wrong that they did. But it already is justifiable. It already is wrong without them even realizing that it is wrong. Mm-hmm. It already matters even if nobody else thinks it matters. Because God knows that it does matter. And I want you to know that you are seen exactly where you are and you're not judged for it at all. And you have permission to be in this moment for as long as you need. And I invite compassion and love. God, I Jesus, I just invite you into this moment right now to hold them, to love on them, to just just to give them so many kisses as a little girl and as a little boy and to be their mommy and daddy the way that they deserved to be loved and to be seen and to be noticed in. That's what I wish for you. That's that's my prayer for you. And I want you to know that you're going to be okay. You're still going to have a beautiful life even if they never say they're sorry. You're, you're still going to be okay even if... They never, ever realize in this lifetime how wrong they were. Mm -hmm. You're still going to have a beautiful life even if they are not in your life. And I want you to know that we love you so much. Jesus loves you. Jesus sees you. And you don't have to be anything else anything more than you are right now to be loved even more because you are already so, so, so loved in this moment. And we love you so much. Amen.
1: Amen. man's. A man's. All right. Just remember if you're struggling with forgiveness, try to tap into that compassion side because I feel like that's that for me at least is the key takeaway from this episode. Like as we're talking, that's the key episode key episode, Mm -hmm. key that I am taking away from it is if I'm struggling with forgiving, maybe I need to take a step back and look at the compassion side, look at putting myself in somebody else's shoes, and then maybe it would be easier to go through that process.
0: Yeah. And then also, like, if you're not ready to, like, bring compassion in for that person, don't even, like, worry about that person right now. My focus is on you more. Yeah. Um. So I would say, like, before you ever even, like, picture that person's childhood or them as a little boy or as a little girl, I would want you to picture yourself first as a little boy or as a little girl mm-hmm. and bring compassion to that. That's good. Because you need that more. Yep. Absolutely. You need to know that you're loved more and that you need compassion more. Like, you need that healing and that interaction with Jesus Jesus first. Absolutely. Um, and then also, like, and I, we don't want to ever, like, in this episode, we're not saying to, like, we're not telling you to forgive right now. We're not telling you to rush the process. We're not telling you to rush into choosing forgiveness. No, 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 We just want you to gain an understanding of what forgiveness really is. And we're just sharing our journey with it. Exactly. And that we are both still on that journey. There's times where I have to re-forgive a lot, guys, like, especially in the summer. Like, there's just times where I've had to, like, go back and just, you know, have God, like, hold me and bring compassion in. So don't rush it. Um, just gain that understanding and maybe writing down on a paper what is forgiveness equal to me because when I wrote that down like a year and a half ago um, forgiveness equaled manipulation now I can say as Alexis now on a piece of paper I can say forgiveness equals compassion for me yeah and so write it down on a piece of paper don't say the right words I don't want I don't want you to give me a Christian answer or a Christianese answer, you know, like what you think it should be. I want you to be honest with yourself and just write down on a piece of paper, forgiveness equals blank to me.
1: Literally the first thing that comes to your
0: mind. Yeah. And don't even try to fix it. Yeah. Don't even rush. Yeah. Just be aware of it. Be honest about it in that moment. Yeah. And then the rest will come in due time. Exactly. Don't put a time limit on it. And don't allow anybody else to put a time limit on you as well. Yep. You are in control. You are so uniquely made mm-hmm. that your process is gonna be completely different than the other person's. Exactly. And God honors that. Yes. God respects that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Alright, hunties. Okay, we love y'all so 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 much. Yes. Okay, love y'all. Okay, bye. bye.